Jesus, you're making, making me wobble. You've done a lot of research. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Uh, you know, just how am I meant to soar like an eagle when I'm surrounded by pigeons? All right. Three, two, a cue in. Welcome back. It's the Loose Head and Feed punters. Yes, the finals edition. It is all happening. The tension, the drama, the buzz, the crowd, the atmosphere, the troops. We are down on them. Well, there's it's been a lot of drama. There's been a oh. lot of drama until it's off the bat. I mean, that's not been a, it's not been a good week for the Loose Head and Feed um, podcast. We had to have the week off last week due to circumstances beyond our control. But this week, you know, as as leaders, as leaders do, you and I sort of uh, steering the ship. You're certainly the captain, you know. I just sort of there to lend you a, a helping hand and a, a little guiding voice in your ear when you need it. But um, we had to have a chat. We had to sit down because we had to deal with two issues that um, unfortunately there was just no way getting around. Now, say what you want about the Queen. Um, you know, she's been responsible for some atrocities in this country, you could say. She's overlooked them. Um, but, you know, she's it's just... She's shot an arm to a few... <laughs> <laughs> Which is how I would have hoped that we would have reacted to her uh, passing valet, uh, Queen Elizabeth. But uh, Kenny sort of just got a little bit excited, maybe one or two many little Chardonnays and just, just let rip with, a, uh, <laughs> with a, um, a little bit of uh, content that we've had to sort of have a chat to him about and we've decided to sit him down for a week. So uh, we apologise for his outburst um, and we expect to see him back uh, a new version. Uh, look, we're all about redemption here at Lewis Henfield. We're not going to just pen the bloke for his opinions. You know, it's bad enough that what he says about Scott Morrison from week to week. Um, you know, the guy's just trying to do his best, Ken. You don't need to torture him every single week. But um, uh, we've, we've decided to sit Ben down for one week and on the back of that... Uh, like, oh, and this is an early guilty this, plea too. This, this guy's oh, this had a lot, of, a lot of chances. I mean, how many times do you have to tell a bloke, can you please stop using our Instagram page to DM women? I've told you once, twice. I've told you twice. I've told you three times. Three times. <laughs> and the fourth time, son, you'll like, come, in, <laughs> come into my office, would you, and shut the door behind you. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. the WAS has just been using our account um, and and has also put in on top of that, Toots, I don't even talk to you about this, but uh, I talked to WAS about it. It's also been put in by the uh, the Minister for Finance at the Loose Head and Feed Punters Club, Daniel Turner, uh, who oh. apologises he couldn't be here today to give his account of events, but he's had to sit the WAS down because he's got a little bit a little bit thumb, a little bit happy there on the uh, Saturday little bets. Is that right? Yeah, a little bit of funds depletion from just poor gambling. Um, which is okay because like, the way that um, the WASP promo abuses, you do want to mug out an account, you know, so you can keep getting on. But um, <laughs> that was the other thing. But just we had to just have a chat to WASP and don't expect as much content from us this week. We've had to be in the WASP from our social media, uh, but we've uh, booked WASP into a counsellor and we expect to see WASP and Kenny back for NRL prelims next week and the AFL Grand Final, but it's just going to be toots and all this week and we're going to kick off with a bit of love and hate, brother. Let's go. Oh, let's do it. Look, um, loving. I'll tell you what, it's um, – I'm back on. Brisbane Lions, my God. It's just, <laughs> that was horny stuff. Oh, um, wishy-washy stuff and in, sp- in particularly, Jared Berry. Oh, the way you just – after halftime, said Clayton Oliver, come here, and um, just gave him a good old-fashioned bath and – you know, maybe I gouged him, maybe didn't, not sure. 
in conclusion, I, I think you're entitled to squirrel grip if someone's lying on top of you with the, the weight of their, their absolutely, forearm across yeah. Your neck. I mean, yeah, like, um, what I would have done, like a goalie, if someone done that to me, oh, weeks, like seven weeks. <laughs> I, I thought that was one of the greatest finals performances I've ever seen. He, it was massive, absolutely massive. Like, um, the the what's his name? Who we did it to? Um. The Melbourne player? Clayton Oliver. Clayton Oliver's top five in the comp. He, he might have dominated. Been he dominated against the Swans. I don't know how effective he is, but he's he's very, very good. And he was handling the Brisbane Lions and he was completely obliterated by Barry. It was one of the great performances of all time. Uh without him, they were none, literally none against the Cats this week. And so I think for the good of football, he got off. Yeah, and uh, I, I loved his performance too. That's actually my love. Like he, he's a young player who's promised a lot, and he delivered it on the biggest stage. I reckon he'll bounce off that and be a really good footballer moving forward. I reckon the uh, the Lions might even be a little bit up and about. I reckon they're a little bit of a chance this week. Um, like you said, absolutely zero if uh, if he was out. But I reckon they'll just sort of take that that win, and then him getting off as well during the week. I reckon that little bit of momentum might. Um, might just be a little, you know, give them a little bit of a spring in their step come uh, Friday night up against the Cats. But it, it is hate? a task. It's a task down in uh, down in Melbourne. Uh, it's what an I opportunity. Hated, it's another opportunity. See how they got to look at it. It's an that's opportunity. it. That's it. What I hated, um, I don't know. It depends what way you want to look at this. But I thought the seven sin bins in the NRL was uh, like some of them were granted, and some perhaps should have been pulled up early. I think. Burgess, the one he got sent for early, the first one, about a minute and a half before that, he he proper ironed out someone, and that was probably worth ten. And the one he did get bin for probably wasn't worth ten. But he took out he took out the best player in the comp, Tedesco. Yeah, I, I, like, I watched absolutely. that game, and I thought that that was a great game of football to watch. I loved it. Great so intensity, I, they're bashing. I, each I other. don't mind it. And it what like, I liked, it, what I actually liked about it was that I, I agree that. The first Simbin was on Radley was wrong, but it set a precedent. And I'd rather the precedent was set and followed. That's how I like being a umpire when I played. That's how I like watching football. So you, in the AFL, if you know they're going to they get some bloke gets pinned holding the ball early, it's a bit dicey. You know, all right. Well, the rest of the game, that's that's the that's the bar. Yeah. So at least the referees stuck to the bar, and then it's up to the players to how hard they want to go. Like that that winger for South, like he left his feet in this close close line on the block. Like, <laughs> what are they supposed to do when you've already yeah. sent Victor off? You're gonna go. Son. Yeah. I thought the um when they sent off oh it might oh, have been like, Victor for coming third man in and that they, they also sent off the South spike. That one was wrong. But other than that, I thought it was fine. Like it was a, it was a, the most entertaining game of football on the weekend. Outside next just in front of, which I'm glad you didn't go here for your hate. The Wasp would have. Oh yeah, I knew it was coming. Social media, but um, the Sharks were robbed, absolutely robbed. How that bloke got ten minutes in the bin? He's on a line from where Chad's kicked the ball to the ball, and in between him and the ball is Valentine Holmes. Yeah, yeah. It's a contact sport. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't get how he was binned at all. Uh, I thought that was atrocious. And I thought the bunkers decision on the uh, when Valentine. Oh, when he took that performance. I weighed up whether to allege that, that Kenny was rubbed out for uh, a, like an, a, 
obscenity said about the Queen or for being the man in the stands that shot Valentine Holmes with a sniper gun? Because <laughs> he just went down out of nowhere, didn't he? Like, what a disgrace. Oh, mate. Was... Oh! <laughs> Got him. Ah, absolutely shit out. Completely oh, I think ludicrous. the Sharks were, were completely robbed. It was a fascinating game of football with momentum swings left, right and centre. Nico Hines, I reckon, takes a lot out of that performance. He had, didn't play Origin. That was a very big game for him and he was best on ground, I thought. Um, it must have hurt you blokes because Chad did nothing, absolutely nothing, except just just kick the ball around the his, park. Like he could, oh, he could play for the Swans. His kicking game, and this is what I was saying, I think I actually oh, I did sit next, sit next to Wardy at the game actually. Um <laughs> He was on a bit of a heater then too, so perhaps it was Saturday night. Get hold of your phone, Jesus Christ! Don't be getting DMs from the loose head and feet and the toots. Whoa, the toots! Welcome back, Um, Jemima. It wasn't me; it was a wuss. A wuss. Um, Yeah, no. Chad's kicking game was was a great. Some of the best I've seen him like you know ever. And I was cursing him uh, Saturday night live, um, just saying six or seven years you spent with the Sharks and you couldn't kick to save your life and then all of a sudden he's just putting them on a 10 cent piece three meters out from the try line corners enormous consequences from that contest i mean the oh. sharks i don't think they can win now at all taxing uh, whereas they taxing would have been the favorites favorites to make the grand final if they had just got the the win and it was such a flip of the coin result um the cowboys have probably made the grand final now yeah i think they will too um whoever it is Parramatta or uh canberra i think North Queensland up there as well in Townsville. Oh, good luck. I think, mate, oh, did you say earlier in the year? Did it was always at Canberra, the, uh, one of the worst road trips ever. Oh, yeah, especially this time of year. The wet season's building. Oh, you know what I mean? La, La Nina, she's Yeah, back. La Nina, and it's a La Nina summer, so oh, good luck to you up there if you want to travel up to North Queensland and try and get yourself in the grand final. The other thing I hated this week, because it's my boy, uh, I've heard rumours. I've heard rumours, and this makes me fucking sick. Oof. So one of the one of the things I did in my um, in my life is I, I coached Southern Power Football Club, and I thought I improved the joint on the field, yes, but most certainly off the field. I thought I brought to that club a culture that would stand the test of time, that blokes and ladies would buy into. You know, boy the boys, never let a bloke down, never let a girl down. Never, you want another beer? I'll I can have another beer. That's the sort of culture I thought we had, you know. You want to have a dart? I'll have a cheeky dart. A little slap? Why not? I've heard from multiple sources that this silly Sunday, which is why you play football, especially at that level, because <laughs> if you're taking that seriously, you need to have a good hard look at yourself in the mirror, <laughs> was an absolute disgrace and it makes me sick. Although, shout out to the king who I saw video evidence of well and truly nudged himself. He, he looks like he's older than me. Oh, oh. <laughs> shout out to uh, Liam yeah. Hamling if you're tuning in. Um, yeah, look, I'm playing, playing fourth grade too, by the way. Apparently, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, robbed of a Norm Smith in the uh, grand final. I think he had about me, four. Me, talk, me talk about talk about 2014 Granny. <laughs> I felt like Nelson Mandela that day. Ah, turn it up. it didn't put me on till till the second quarter. I had 35 touches, kick two. I think unbelievable, and still didn't get it. Ah, the pain. Oh, the lingy. I think he anyway, uh, was it was a silly Sunday as bad as it was reported. No, look, it's uh full credit to the boys. I couldn't quite indulge as, as much as I wanted to. Um prior work commitments. However, 
the boys were traveling. I'll tell you what they were on. Absolutely on. Um, yeah, we ventured uh, down the south coast. Um, <laughs> stopped, stopped in a Helensburg pub. Uh, <laughs> prime lunchtime, just 35, 40-odd blokes um, playing a little bit of cricket in the uh, in area there. Um, to get out of the locals, cr- kids of kissing babies, cutting ribbons. Um, oh, yeah. mate, we'll yeah, talk of the town. And then, uh, were you yeah, driving, then, the, were you driving the bus? <laughs> no, I was in the work car behind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, um, no, it was good. We ended up down at Scarborough, Scarborough, what's it called? Wombara Bowling Club. Um, super oh, joint yeah. that. Um, super joint. Yeah, super, super yeah, joint, outdoor, super joint. sun was out, beers were, were absolutely going down like water. But uh, And then ventured back up to Club Kiriwi, the, the temple um, of Southern Power, one of the great establishments in, uh, in Any luck, more chilies? Nah, look, I got out of there before shit got weird. Um, but did see, yeah, like you said, did see some photos and videos pinging around later on that night and uh, fair to say, I think Liam Hamling, best on. Um, he did come as uh, he did come as Shane Warne, but uh, more so throughout Valet. the day. Uh, Valet, as it as the day sort of progressed, I think he turned more into a Alan Border, um, <laughs> wrinkly, old looking. Is he fat now, the king? Put him. Uh, there is a little bit of a Pudge. little bit of something underneath. <laughs> I'll let Lingy say that. Um, now the guard report, uh, Ling. Pudgy. Oh yeah, covering <laughs> four to five away, four to five runs away from peaking. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. but uh, look, other than that, I think there were a few ADOs Monday, but um, yeah, pretty good, uh, pretty good silly Sunday all around. I think. Did the wash show up? No, please. It was Still Sunday. Hiding in shame in from his band. It was a pretty, yeah, because a pretty heart to heart chat we had to have there on Friday. No, yeah, Friday when I had to pull him up. But anyway, uh, thinking of your wash, hope you're getting better. Um, <laughs> hey, okay. the first step's admitting it. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. Got to own it. Got to own it. Talk, shall we talk some footy? Shall oh, we talk yeah. Some footy? Shall let's, we straighten up? Some footy. Yeah, square the hips. <laughs> We're just throwing it. Kick side through side. it. Come on now. And run, run straight. So. Oh, Friday night, Cats <clears throat> beat Lions. Cats $1.29. Lions $3.60. The Lions 22.5 points at baggybet.com. Download the app today and please gamble responsibly. Now, quick weather report. It is going to be absolutely pissing down throughout the day on Friday, Geelong. Uh, 92% chance at about 1 o'clock, dropping to about 70% by 4. And then around about kickoff, we'll see it hovering between the 10 and 20% chance of rain. So it'll be a damp track. Uh, No roof out there in Geelong. Uh, So it'll be wet. It'll be sloppy. Uh, expect the small mids and the small forwards to have a little bit of a field day and it might be a little bit tough for the uh, tall forwards like Cameron and smoking Joe Danaher if he comes back in. So do you want to do a weather report for when the Cats get to Melbourne? Because that's where they're playing. Ah, didn't want to stop me. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll let you go. Let no, you just thought let me go. Well, that's good. Uh, <laughs> First time all year you were ready to go with the weather and you had the wrong fucking city. <laughs> it's only an hour and a half away, mate. <laughs> Let's take it away. Uh, Melbourne, radio. <laughs> Shit. Look, similar numbers for Melbourne. Uh, yeah, hovering around that 30%. <laughs> no roof on the mark G either, of, uh, no, Is it at Marvel or is 
Starts at the MCG, buddy. Um, no, about 20% by kickoff, 30% by kickoff. So, uh, it'll be wet though throughout the day. Um, but so yeah, all my comments still stand just to change the location. Uh, how you how you thinking of handling this contest from a betting point of view? Uh, from a betting point of view, I think the weather plays a part. I think, um, 22 and a half the line, I'd almost go Brisbane with the start, but. I think uh, I think Geelong head to head will win. Uh, I think it'll be a tight affair. Um, they've got the big O. They've got Joe coming back. I don't know if I don't know if it's worth playing Joe. They probably will because it is uh, Danaher, and they don't really have much chop up forward. They had McStay coming out of fullback last week uh, in patches. Fort he's a bit of a backup ruckman, so. Look, I think um, think Geelong get there, get over the line, but um, you know it's going to be it's going to be a great contest. Um, you know, Barry Neal up against Guthrie and Selwood. Oh yeah, you know, doesn't that get a little bit of lead in the pencil? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. The weather helps. Stay tight. I like Geelong one to thirty nine. I like under one hundred fifty eight and a half points. Uh, I like. Um, Charlie Cameron to kick two plus goals and Lockie Neal to get twenty five plus touches. That's eight dollar same game multi. Ooh, I think it'd be a tight one. I, I wouldn't want to take Geelong to cover, um, and I wouldn't get carried away with how they start. You know, Geelong was a bit of a fast starter versus Brisbane. Just slow starts so. the last couple of weeks, but they bounced, didn't they? So, um, mm. looking forward to it big time. The next game to it, small boy. The, the yeah. SCG Sydney Paddington S- Sydney. <laughs> We're not area. out at uh, not playing in Darwin or anything, are we? Nah, nah, nah. Home game for our Swans. They take on the the Pies. The Swans are dollar thirty nine. Collingwood three dollars and five cents. The Lions seventeen and a half points. The Swans Ooh, have to cover. Baby. Um Well, Saturday night. Jesus, a lot. Of, I'm feeling the pressure here already. Ooh. What are you thinking? What's Ooh. the weather doing? Well, look, Saturday afternoon. It's it's going to be clear. A little bit cloudy, but no rain. It's going to be a cracking day. Tops of 21 throughout, and uh, by kickoff, 0% chance of rain. So, hello, Sailor, bring it on. Let's go. Um, what sort of what sort of deck are you predicting? Slippery I think it'll or... be a little bit dewy. Um, you know, that twilight sort of kickoff, 445. Um, you know, it'll be good early, but I think it'll get a little bit slippery as the game goes on. Uh, we saw the Swans pretty much rip apart Collingwood uh, and, you know, ruin their 11-12 game run. Um, you know, but I think the Pies will absolutely come back at him. Um, the Goey didn't play that day. He'll play he here, and he's yeah. played two big, big finals already this, oh, this yeah. season. Two from I think, two. I think it's. Uh, I think the line's quite flattering for the Swans. I think. Um, I think Collingwood are a chance, but I'm. I think Sydney will get over just by you know the slightest of margin, ten points, fifteen points tops. Um, I'm th- I'm tipping. Uh, is Sam Reed? He'd be starting up centre forward, full forward. Sam Reed, like. um, that not number six, the young guy, Logan. I don't even know that Logan, buddy, buddy's up there. Paps, Paps. our man, Paps. Yes, oh. I love him. I thought Paps got us going there against the D's. Uh, I, I think the Swans are airborne. I think every year that we deal with this extra break, these professionals will get better at handling it. The stats aren't good for the team that has the week off versus what they were when we didn't have the week off. 
Um, but every year they'll, they'll, they'll get better at handling that, I think. The Pies have had a lot of like tough football and they have to be sore. Pendlebury's hamstrings have to be sore. They play so fast. Even though it was a walkover last week against Freo, they were running hard. Like it was a fucking hard game of football on the gut running and on the, on your legs. Um, I love Sydney here. I think they'll win. They killed them last time they played and the margin didn't accurately represent the, the sort of style of that game. They were, they were never losing. Um, Tagoe coming in does scare me, but oh, one, bloke. Know, mm. one bloke's not going to change the result here. Um, if the Swans bring what they brought against Melbourne, what they brought against Collingwood, and what they brought for the last sort of three months, they'll win. And I, and I can't wait for it. I'm oh. so excited for this game. I'm so excited to to watch it and just get it over with. I'm anxious, just waiting for it. Um, yeah, I, I just think if they bring their level, their level's better than Collingwood's. If they half sit around and wait and miss some, some easy shots and it stays tight, then, you know, we'll all go wobbly and so will they. But so will Collingwood. They can pretend all they want their own momentum and they're loving their footy and shit like that. Yeah. No, 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 no. Everyone's the same here. They're playing big stakes football and I think the Swans fresh with the style of football these two teams play, big advantage to Swans. Home ground, the Swans, big advantage. Very, very keen. I think they're a better bet than Geelong this weekend and I think Geelong and the Swans will be in the grand final and I'll be there. Huge. Absolutely huge. I've got a little uh, uh, same game multi for us here for the Swannies. I've got uh, Sydney 1-39, over 164 and a half points. Chad Warner to get 20 plus and Papley to kick two or more. $8.50 there via baggy bet. Um, .com, gamble responsibly. Download that, gamble responsibly. Always. <sighs> That's short and sharp AFL this week, but I'll tell you what, just quick fire tips. So we're going Sydney and you're going Geelong. Sydney and Geelong are my two picks. You? Yep, I'm the same. I'm the same. Sydney and Geelong for me. I think it's going to be... Yeah, I think that'll. I think, be I think they'll both one. be rip, rip snorters. I just hope the Swans game is, and I hope we just downhill ski and bash them, and no one gets hurt. And very, very grateful and happy that Ollie Florent came through that rolled ankle and was playing because he's run off the back lines oh. enormous for the Swans. He was always playing. He was never going to miss, surely. Well, he went down pretty hard there at the end. I was, I was a little bit worried. Anyway, Parramatta, Canberra, Hugby League, God's winter game. Oh, PBL, PBL, and game. Parramatta bounce off. Often embarrassing and like just they were pants there against the Panthers and the Raiders knocked off the champion side in the Storm who were off the bit though. So Sticky, oh. Sticky and his boys here. What did he, what does Sticky say? Low, low scum dog or what was it? Oh, weak gutted dog. Weak, weak Rick Sticky and the weak gutted dogs. <laughs> can they can they keep it going here against the Parramatta Eels who have to win? You'd think to justify their sort of their list and their spend. Oh, I think if, I think Parramatta bounce. I think they have to. I, I reckon Mitch Moses plays, which oh, that's huge. Spits in the face of uh, the head knock rule because he was properly uh, concussed. And I don't know if you've been there. I have. You saw for a month, like at least oh, two mate, weeks. I play off the halfback. I don't even get a hardball. Just, when you got the twisted fingers and you don't know what, what's going on. Oh, the stiff that's, arms. That's yeah. That's that's not a good couple of weeks. Sick stuff. Sickening stuff. Uh, Parramatta big favourites dollar fifty Canberra two sixty five. I am um, I'm actually a little bit bullish on Canberra. Um, the milk. I'm on the milk. Yeah. Um, Dim Simmel like that. Gooby, if you're listening, probably not. But, um, look, yeah, I'm. 
I just think Ricky's got a bit of a point to prove. I think they'll take that win against Melbourne on the road in their stride. I think they'll, they're humming at the moment, Canberra. Um, Eels are still so, you know, one step forward, two steps back. It's it's very inconsistent from Parramatta and, you know, Brad Arthur continuing to pick a specialist halfback on the interchange bench and his son and his young bloke. It worked off last week. It paid off last week, sorry, but um, with Moses going down. But just feel like with the size of Canberra's pack, you know, you've got nearly the one of the best props in the game in um, Joseph Tapane and then, yeah, Papali'i with him and their bench, Christ. Um, you know, they've got Nathan Brown, Bryce Cartwright sitting on there in the uh, reserves. I think you need a bit of size come this time of year, especially up against that. That pack of Canberra. So, um, Jesus, you make it, making me wobble. You've done a lot of research. Good on you. Thanks, mate. So, uh, you know, just where, how am I meant to soar like an eagle when I'm surrounded by pigeons? Uh, oh, we've benched them. Oh, we've benched them. Tell you a story. Welcome, boys. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of pigeons, I've got five chickens in my house. Geez, they stink, eh? Oh, God. It gets them out in the morning after his breakfast and they can run around the house shitting everywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah. As you do. Welcome to suburbia, yeah. Melbourne. Yeah, welcome to parenthood. <laughs> the line's six and a half in favour of Parramatta. So oh, you're taking, the, you're taking the Raiders with the six and a half. I'm I, I, I don't want to take Parramatta to cover the line necessarily, but I think they'll win. I might do Parramatta one to 12 in a tighter one. Uh, I just think they're better than the Raiders. The Raiders just snuck in the eight. They've got all the momentum in the world, 100%. But above all, this just shapes as a really good game for you to watch. And I really wish they staggered these games out for the earliest time of year because I'd watch every bit of both of them. Mm. Mm. Well, Damn. yeah, Friday night. Should we get Come to back. Saturday night? Come back. Because yeah, that's, uh, that was Friday. This is Saturday. Now, here we <laughs> go. The market, would you believe it? Oh. The Cronulla, Sutherland Sharks, $2.03 outsiders versus oh. South Sydney Rabbitohs, a buck eighty plus one and a half for the Sharkies. Oh, they are outsiders here up against Latrell and the Rabbitohs who were fucking impressive last week against the rest oh, of the yeah. We touched on it they earlier, but uh, the the character they showed to not only stop the Roosters from scoring when they were down two players, but to then score themselves is, um, I think, really massive, absolutely huge. And uh, I don't know if it's the left or the right edge, but... God, give Cody Walker up. and Latrell and oh. going to the human cannonball, etc. Out on that edge, yeah, crossed, yeah, <laughs> scary stuff. That's and then, scary and stuff. then you got Alex Johnson just humming on the other wing. He's just scoring. No, he's tries. out on that wing. He's out on that same wing, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, well, he's just scoring tries like it's for fun. South left, South left edge is where they do all their scoring, but they've also got that massive unit second row on the other side. I think he's a second row. Oh, kill him, Tony. NFL guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't know how to fucking spell it. Find out yourself. <laughs> Do you have a pet? Ah, <laughs> oh, Kenny, the male model from Magic. Uh, have a seat, son. Um, look, if that this is going to be a cracking game. Um, oh, please, it's, it's an absolute filter. I'm doing it. I'm I don't know where to start. I'm honestly, you could you could go at it either way. Uh, Basically, all have... Sharks fans are just panicking. All they're thinking is, please don't go out in straight sets. They're almost making a deal, which they would, to be honest, because they're such god botherers down there on the shore. 
Like the percentage of God bothering that goes on in Australia is superior to everyone else in Australia. Big God people. They love it. Big scummo operators. Do not take us with that same Um, (laughs) They're almost doing a deal with God here. Just like we're happy to, we'll knock off South if we lose, you know, to the Panthers because we're going to lose anyway. They're kind of doing a deal. We'd be happy to lose to Penrith. I'd be, I'd, which you can't. See, I read your mind. I read Hmm. your mind. Which that's the mindset I think some of those boys will take in. I thought Nico Hines was enormous last week. Mentioned that before. It, it, he's got to maintain that level for them to compete here. I, I think South will win. Um, and I'm happy to take him straight. I, I, I just think Cronulla are, are they going to wobble? They're a young side and they're going to wobble. They, they need they're, they're so close to being good. All they need is a fullback and a five eight. I think I think in this grand scheme of it, I think they have overachieved. I think uh, the expectation a lot of people had with Fitzy coming in first year, I think we would have just been happy to make the eight. The fact that we jagged second and I think – The horn meter is on minus three, isn't it? Oh, it's just the needles. <laughs> the ring is was, also pulsing. But, it was <laughs> like rock hard with four minutes to go and now it's inverted. Oh, mate. As soon as we went to golden point, I'm just like, fuck's sake, here we go. Val Holmes just knocked it over like he left to go play. <laughs> Never seen 12,000 people exit a stadium so quietly. And then the fifty North Queensland fans just ringing. Imagine if you own Northies, I'd be so, I'd be so angry. When did Northies? No one was won. there. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah, it would dead. have been like banker. It's going to be a big night. Oh yeah, oh. can't wait to see how much we make tonight. All of a sudden, mm. no one comes. Anyway, I'm with South. What are you doing? Uh, I got to go with uh, my heart, mate. I'm going to take Cronulla, but unwillingly. Um, <laughs> confidence not huge. But passion is there. Um, oh, back like at, back in the I'm boys gonna, in. I'm going to have the same game with South, Latrell and Alex Johnson to score. Won't be a lot of fat on that, but I think it'll get there. Um, anything else we should touch on? That's how quick this show has been because there's only four games of footy this weekend and they're four good games of footy. If only it was like that every week. Quick, short, sharp, couple hit-ups, off for a spell. Um I, sh- I should give out something for the ponies. Ooh. So we Where are we start. racing this weekend, Jack? With Caulfield on um, Saturday, Flemington Ooh. on Sunday. Now, Flemington Sunday, remind me about that, about that before we finish. Caulfield on Saturday, race two, number six, Extravagant Star. I think it'll win. I think in race eight, uh, no, race seven, if a horse called I wish I win gets a start. It needs two to drop out and it might not happen. It'll go very close to winning. That's I wish I win number 18 for Jamie Carr. Jamie Carr, yeah. And P.G. Moody. Um, And then in race six, get out your pens, three roughies. Number two, Earlswood. Number three, Grand Promenade. I'll start that again. So get out your pens. Caulfield, race six. Number two, Earlswood. Number three, Grand Promenade. And number 15, the Amazonian. Uh, have a little bit on all three of them to win or wouldn't bet each way because you're back on three horses, but you do you. And uh, Friday, punters, Friday first. Mailbag Bloodstock completely airborne. Two runners yesterday at Sandown on God's carpet, fourth and a second, almost won the fourth, the, sec- the second horse, just lost. In race six tomorrow on the Ballarat Synthetic, we have a horse called Boss Queen going around for Kiramar, Dave Eustace and John Allen Rod. It's our horse. Uh, it'll go very close to winning. Have a bet. In the mailbag silks as well, In I the see. mailbag silks, baby. Oh, and yeah. And then, toots, my boy. Oh, hey. 
That's my boy. Sunday, Flemington oh. headquarters. The best of the best. Like <laughs> Fleming time. Oh, yeah. Just got to find what race we're in. Race number seven, horse number 11, Keats, mailbag silks, Craig Williams rides, Willow, my man, Willow, trained by Jesus, Gavin Jesus Bedgood. We're calling him Jesus because he turns water into wine. Um, $7 you can get. Uh, have something on it too. It's going to run a big race. So a massive weekend of racing from – from Friday until Sunday. Mailbag runners Friday and Sunday. Big days racing at Caulfield on Saturday. Huge days racing in Sydney on Saturday. Animo versus Zaki. Nature Strip versus Eduardo. Huge days racing. Uh, if you want more detailed racing content where like the thoughts are a little bit more articulate, uh, catch the Mailbag TV on uh, Mailbag TV on YouTube. Uh, we've got a show for the Sydney stuff and a show for the Melbourne stuff. Uh, anything else, Toots? I bought another horse yesterday, Exeter. If you want to race that with us, mailbagbudstock.com.au. Oh, it's a bull um, price. I bought a, horse, I bought a horse last week. I went up the Gold Coast, played golf with my brother. Jeez. When he tees one up, oh, you've got your own little style. His style looks like he needs to take a shit. And, he, and he's missed it. Arch back. Sort of, yeah, bit the bottom lip and given that son of a bitch mm. hell sort of. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Real stiff operator. My brother, <laughs> what uh, what type of driver's he got? Not no, a jaffa maker, or no, no, not old school tailor made. I swapped him for his colourway, uh, but then I put that colourway into a creek once. <clears throat> so now I'm operating that ping G four two one, whatever it's called. I love it. <laughs> big ping. I'm a big ping man. Oh, we're anyway, for a game, Diggo. Well, you have to you have to part with some of your cash. I know you've got apes. <laughs> get yourself down, get yourself down to Melbourne. That's spring carnival. It's a, it's the place to be. Ah. I've got two kids, two dogs, and five chickens. You think I'm going anywhere? Yeah, I've got I reckon the, a I've chicky got the weekend here. away. <laughs> got the fossy here too. <laughs> oh, three is he? kids, basically. Yeah, he's moved in. Unbelievable. Oh, great man. He'd just be on the couch in the uh, garage there watching all the sport. Oh, when he's not out the back having dart number sixty-two for the day. Ah, good man. Yeah, well, beer number seven. Right, that's right been back. loose head and feed episode. We don't know season one. Uh, enormous weeks. We hope and expect to have uh, Ben, Kenny Clark, and Andrew the Wuss Wardrop back next week. Pending, yeah, look, pending uh, any more outbursts, any more. Yeah, we'll, we'll have pass a chat away. to them. Um, if you want to, if, if you want to get involved in, in that sort of chat, um, reach out on the social media channels, and we'll pass on anything to them. And also, um, if anyone out there wants to, we've got two spare seats on the bus. You know, <laughs> hop, you know, let, yell out if you. Uh, if you want in, send us something. I wouldn't say they're big shoes to fill either. They're very, very particularly what Was has got tiny feet. Also got a tiny cock. <laughs> Radio then, Digger. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. <laughs> Never a chore. Never Buff a chore. Buff it out. Buff it out. <laughs>